0: hello taylor i am back i hope i hope i press record did i press record i'm not confident i did um i did hi (laughs) um i am back again 17th of january 2021 bike ride overcast pleasant weather trying to pick up the pace a little bit see how i do Continuously actually reminding myself because I keep forgetting so um, I'm curious as well to know how much of that is um, Actually a mental pace or barrier that I've set for myself and I'm gonna see if I can break through it and continue to keep talking um, And having you alongside me so thank you again for listening and sorry if um, If I'm talking gibberish um, I struggle to concentrate and talk and do things At the same time, at the best of times, let alone riding, let alone trying to ride a little bit faster than usual. Um, Anyway, where was I? Okay. Oh Jesus, how am I gonna ride fast and talk about anxiety? (laughs) I dreamt that, um, so the second time I got anxiety, um, I, I had started at GWI which was then called Glentworth, Um, it was called Glentworth because that was the surname of the founder, is the surname of the founder. Um, And um, I found it to be, I think, I don't know, both times were fucking horrible but I found it to be hard, simply because of how long it stuck with me. I had it for well over a year. Um, And that was a year of daily, hourly struggles just to get through the day. Um, And um, my dream last night put me back there. It put me in a situation where I was, um, A lot of my dreams aren't repeating scenarios or situations that I've been in before, Um, but sometimes they are. And this is one of those. I was in the boardroom and um, we were doing some strategy training and um, being taught about some techniques about building strategy and stuff. And um, it reminded me at that point how difficult it was, juggle the At that time intense panic symptoms with just being able to <laughs> Function like a normal human being like I would have to very conscious a little bit like now actually where I'm Continuously having to think and remind myself to pick up the pace a little bit um, I would um very consciously have to apply mental resources to making sure I was functioning and sitting up straight and listening and just doing things that I'd typically take for granted um, and um, in that strategy session, I remember we were kind of being tested on things and um, I remember being able to listen and respond well but it was invisible to anyone that it was taking up 100% of my being and effort to do that, where usually I can just sit by and listen and it doesn't matter at all, like it's, it's nothing. Um, but at that instance, I just remember I was sweating a bit and very worried and finding almost any opportunity I could to find another excuse to leave the room for a bit. Um, yeah, because um it was just really hard and I remember walking from that boardroom room to the bathroom and um oh, I was just so dizzy and very lightheaded and extremely paranoid and sad and I think there would be rolling instances of feeling like I was getting better on on top of things almost daily. Maybe today's gonna to be the day that I either beat this thing or that I that it clicks and that I so overcome it and then almost daily, hundreds of times falling into the despair of something triggering this intense wave of symptoms with the realisation that I hadn't actually made any progress at all, or that maybe I wasn't making any progress, or that maybe this was going to stick around for a long term. And that can be silly thinking, especially now. But when it's like that for hundreds of days in a row, it feels very feasible. Um, So that was really hard. Um, In fact, I was reminded as well a little bit when we were thinking about someone or anyone, people wanting to know about some kind of a, tragedy or difficult situation that I've been in and how it reminded me of my own experience and my own difficulties in trying to figure out what I really wanted from people because I had a lot of support but also almost all of it felt superficial and. Uh, the help and understanding that I'd get would quickly fade to just remembering that I've got these symptoms and no one really knows what's going on, including myself, no one has the answer. Uh, I don't know. I just felt at the time like so many people wanted to know, but the outcome of that was always so different. Some people, or curious and just be like, oh wow, that sounds hard. And then just move on to this next topic. And over time it just kind of felt futile Um, because even when people kind of knew, I just don't know if they really understood and even if they did, it didn't really matter. I don't know. I think it's a little bit of a dated perspective. But it just felt like, ah, people just didn't really quite understand. Yeah. So it felt really lonely, actually. Even though I had lots of people with me. Even though people felt like they probably did want to know, but actually maybe only wanted to know superficially, or we're just intrigued by the thing but it was one thing to know about it and it was quite another to be able to understand and emphasize with what that meant with what i was going through especially um, when it was such an invisible thing and it's such a thing that people know what anxiety is in a way like there's just such varying degrees of it Um, and everyone's felt it a little bit, so, we have never experienced something quite that severe but know what it is, like to have anxiety, it, um, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, it's a bit hard to describe. Uh, it felt like I was going crazy. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, I haven't really had an experience like that in quite some time now. Um, But there definitely was one weekend in 2020 before we'd started talking. Um, And thankfully, um, it must have been early because I don't recall we were on lockdown or the coronavirus was a thing, but um, yeah, there was one weekend where I did really struggle with symptoms again. Um, And it was a reminder of how you can go from being normal to feeling like the world is going to end. seemingly nowhere and it felt extremely urgent and extremely dire um, we have to overtake some people again soon I think yeah done um, And another time the year before, in 2019, during Father's Day. Not because of Father's Day, I feel like I might have mentioned this, but because I had tonsillitis. But again, an example of how varied, and very real the symptoms were, the feeling of a fever um, was, So strong and so real um, during anxiety that um, when I actually got a real fever, uh, <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was actually anxiety or so- something different. And so I fell into some anxiety all over again. Okay, going up a hill. Apologies. A big outdoor gym here i feel like i've mentioned it before i really should pick that up sometime um, i'm expecting a bit more of a taking to be done again in a matter of moments <sighs> and so um i have mentioned that i um during this period, went to great lengths to try and figure out what the hell was going on with myself, and in particular, learning about psychotherapy. And I took quite a number of courses and read books and things. It's pretty much all I did, um, particularly the first time through, but as well in the second, um, while I was going through that stuff. Um, and I've mentioned that um, I leveraged both a combination of, I guess, the two main kinds of therapy that um, I found to be most useful. Um, CBT, which you already know about, and ACT, which is basically mindfulness and how I'd really probably learned the most from a combination um, of resources, or resources that used a combination of the two, um, which dubbed itself mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, I think. I always get the thing confused, but it is basically both the same. Um, And in my mind, CBT is um, helpful and important Oh, I almost splashed myself with the water. <laughs> Did not see that puddle coming. Um, <sighs> CBT I found vital at understanding and restructuring my thinking, especially my um, subconscious thinking and beliefs to resolve the underlying issue. Whereas mindfulness Equally as useful in my mind was important at the day-to-day long-term coping and learning to live with difficult thoughts and things long term. Um, and um uh, you know, in instances where either the underlying issue cannot be resolved or it's difficult to resolve, or it's not worth resolving, or not big enough. In most cases, for most people, I think there is something um, incredibly valuable about still practicing mindfulness and using mindfulness and meditation as a tool uh, to cope with lower level types of, or longer term types of, um, Difficulties or patterns of thinking, um, and um, I wonder if your own experience with mindfulness and meditation—it's one of those things that when I first remember hearing about, felt like oh, nothing else works, and so I guess this will just be a thing that I do, um, and. Um, I don't know. It just felt like, I don't know, didn't really feel like a solution, and it kind of isn't, Um, but it was incredibly helpful to me, so I just wanted to share it, some thinking about it with you, Um, especially because I suppose where it relates in my mind most deeply um, Um, in terms of wanting to talk to you about it is just, um, regarding this dealing with something that's, um, difficult, but that's going to be with you for a long time, such as the idea of, um, (sighs) you know, dealing with some solitude during the months that Jay's going to be away. Um... And yeah, I've already mentioned that I can't fix that. Um, But if I can improve little bits of coping with that day-to-day, overcoming the difficult initial hurdle, in a maybe swifter, healthier, subtler, gentler way, um, then that's still worth it. And like I'd written, I still want to elaborate and it's maybe difficult for me to think of in a structured way while I'm riding, and um, riding faster at that, um, I hope. I'll have to look at the numbers later. Um, it is still important to work towards a resolution, as futile as it feels, because um, I still firmly believe that to not do that is worse than trying to do it and not making any progress. Or rather, that not doing anything reinforces, perhaps, the negative, unconscious thinking patterns in the back of one's mind. Um, But given the background I just gave about my own skepticism around meditation and mindfulness, Um, it's pertinent in telling them that I am a big advocate for it. It's one of those things that kind of surprises you, I think, or surprised me. It feels like nothing's really happening, and then after a while it just clicks. Um, and it happens in a very subconscious way. It is one thing to sit and consciously think about thinking nothing and feeling like you've just sat there doing nothing for an hour or however long. It is quite another to then realize that after a few weeks of practice that subconsciously when you're just in a situation where you'd usually be feeling some kind of stress or worry, For me, that would be in situations where I felt like I was stuck, maybe waiting for a bus or something. And then I'll just realize that I'm subconsciously kind of meditating and dealing with my thoughts and it's happening on its own. And I've learned how to deal with these negative thoughts and letting them come and letting them go. I can't remember if you've done any mindfulness and if you had done any mindfulness meditation, whether you had tried out or used the Headspace app, um, because that alongside with an Australian app called Smiley Mind, well what taught me how to meditate in the first place. And Headspace in particular, at least in the free trial or whatever it is, um, has a really good set of daily beginner courses that um, take you through a structured way of learning about how to do it and the things to think about and ways of dealing about, sorry, ways of dealing with um, thoughts, even negative ones as they come and go. Um, And um, to practise it isn't just to get better at mindfulness meditation, but really, It is a way of holistically learning new thinking patterns in all parts of life, really. And I think it's amazing and important. And um, judging by the kind of situation that lays ahead of you and um, the, I guess the length of time and... Um, the kinds of thinking patterns that you have um, alluded to in dealing with this, of course mindful that I don't know how to solve this, can't solve this, and do not have the background, of course, that is significant um, to what this means to you because this is more than just Jay leaving again. This is a lifetime of dealing with this kind of thing. Um, You know, with your dad having done similar things when you were growing up and stuff, and whatever emotions and feelings and difficulties you experienced, dealing with all those instances. But it's never too late either. Yes, we know each other, we know ourselves, we know how these things are gonna go and no one's ever gonna fully understand. But there is always room to re-examine ourselves and improve and at least that's my own lens of dealing with my own difficulties and I hope that there's something that can ease this upcoming time. I dropped my earphone for a minute there. So yeah. Um, I suppose I'm wording this all kind of cautiously as well because I just really hope you know that I do not fully understand the situation and all the intricacies of the context around how difficult this must be and how well you know yourself. And I just, Hope you know I'm not minimizing that or feeling like I have all the answers or something. Because I do not. Oh. Oh. But yeah. Talking about my own experiences with mindfulness meditation. It has been one that I look about fondly, despite many, many, many of the times that I've done it, being done under what felt like desperate circumstances, because I just needed something. Lying in my bed staring at the ceiling for hours at a time, sweating profusely in extreme pain. dealing with this impossible scenario of accepting whatever my body was doing such that it didn't have to subconsciously react with physical panic symptoms, but also having it be so impossible to ignore the very real physical symptoms of intense stomach pain and dizziness that persisted. These two things that conflict ah, were a huge struggle and it felt like an impossible scenario. How the fuck am I supposed to accept and let this be and not worry about these symptoms that cause me worry when these symptoms are so real and hurt so much. trying to deal with that (laughs) hopelessness that it felt like. Big hill coming up my dear. Dealing with that every minute of every day for weeks and months at a time. It is times like last night. I have dreams that bring me back there that remind me of what it was like because it's so easy to forget, it feels so foreign, it feels like someone else and still with all this experience and understanding of it I still don't know how and if I could deal with it again oh. Oh. Who knows? I definitely have grown though, that is for sure. (sighs) I have come to a point now where if I do fall back into it again, it won't feel like a matter of despair like it did the second time I fell into it. I think I will be a lot more accepting of it. And that happens to deal with it quite well, and that way of dealing with it is very close to mindfulness. (sighs) Not to resist or fear or hate this thing that is bad or there. I can't avoid these negative things from happening, or reoccurring. but I can change how I deal with them and think about them, and accept them, and let them be, and if they come back, it's okay. And... I suppose to wrap up my thinking of meditation and mindfulness, I remember starting off and grading it in such a way that I could progressively rely on less and less anchors, so to speak, um, to keep my mind from wandering. Um, Gently, mind you and typically that would be anchors such as music, or objects, or specific thoughts, and then progressively over time, dropping them off little by little, and finding that I was able to meditate and clear my mind. (sighs) Better and better without the need of some kind of anchors. Anchors are still incredibly useful. Um, but being able to clear my thinking without them was helpful in situations where I felt like I was stuck, (laughs) I've already alluded to this, but waiting for the lights or bus or waiting for anything where I had to be stuck in a situation waiting was always an opportunity, subconsciously, for my mind to re-entertain, I guess, my own symptoms and worries and things, and then without having anything over time, I was able to get better at. (sighs) Letting those thoughts come and drift away almost as quickly. Depending on how you start on mindfulness meditation, if you do, and I recommend that you do, and actually, I think it would be awesome for me to get back into it and maybe it can be part of our February challenge, should you wish to rejoin me in something like that, which we found so valuable since October. I think at least for myself, I'm gonna put this out there and I'll see if I can start meditating daily again. And yeah, I found apps like Headspace to be incredibly useful. Learning how to do that and doing it effectively and guiding me through the right kinds of thinking and background music and stuff uh, to get me to do it well. Speaking of Headspace, actually, yes, they have this awesome beginner course just as well. Um, They recently released um, a mini-series, I think, on Netflix about meditation. I haven't watched it, but um, I'm sure it's pretty cool. I might have to watch that and add that to my to-watch list. Um, I'm not sure what else to say on the matter, my dear, besides the basics of (laughs) when I do it or when doing it good to minimize distractions, get yourself in a nice cool room, sit on a nice warm, well it doesn't have to be warm, a nice comfy cushion, or something, sitting straight, and um, yeah, allowing yourself time in your mind, for a little bit, it's not until I think of things like, idea of shower thoughts actually that I remember the usefulness and need for meditation and clearing one's mind in the first place. The reason that we even have shower thoughts is because, so commonly everyone knows of it, is because um, it happens to be this opportunity where our mind is cleared from all this external stimulus and we can kind of yeah clear our mind um and then when you do all these thoughts that are usually locked back there um, are able to flourish and you come up with all these crazy ideas and stuff um and the shower and the water and all that stuff itself are in some ways kind of acting as its own kind of anchor <sighs> but anyway Enough about that. I might pause this particular segment for the moment. Thank you for sticking with me over something that was a little bit deep and maybe, I don't know how well suited to um, talking about such things um, during a bike ride where I'm trying to push myself, but alas, there I was, and here you are, sticking it out with me. Um, And again, any kind of suggestions or thoughts I have on these difficult matters, please know it comes from a place of love And caring, because I love you dearly. And um, yes, I may not know all of these things or how to fix them. I don't have all the answers, um, and I don't pretend to. Um, But all of these thoughts and things just come from a place of loving you so much and caring. Anyway, um, I am just past. Um, the Indrapilly Bridge upon where I'd usually take the wrong turn and I think I may have figured out the right way to go actually so I'm going to pause this recording now I'll move on to the next segment and talk about something different and um, yeah until that point please know that I am thinking of you as always <sighs> I miss you I love you so so much and I can't wait to talk to you again soon bye